Welcome to Masters of Growth, an insightful podcast with some of India's most interesting minds and their ideologies. Here, they will share their experiences on their road to glory along with any speed bumps that they may have encountered on the way. Today with us we have Ajay Bijli. Ajay Bijli is a proud founder, chairman and managing director of the PVR group. Being the pioneer to bring the multiplex concept in India, Ajay has successfully transformed the movie going experience for the masses and has done the same with sheer class and elegance. Mr. Bijli has completed his bachelor's in arts honors from the Hindu College of Delhi and along with that he has also pursued the owner/president management program from Harvard Business School. It is a pleasure to have you with us today. Could you just tell us like where your story began? What inspired you? Uh so uh I was born into a, a business family. My father and my grandfather were very passionate about the trucking business. We had a transport company that was established in 1939 called Amritsar Transport Company. Uh so I uh, uh right at the beginning when I was in school, modern school and then Hindu college I always knew that I would be joining my dad's business and it was a private limited company and I was just keen to you know like any son is to make sure that you don't let your parents down yeah <laughs> and you don't let yourself down so as simple as that uh so uh, but when I finished college uh, Hindu college which was um you know I, wasn't a very very good experience for me because two years the business uh, the uh the uh Hindu college was shut they had a uh, yeah. teacher strike uh so i joined the trucking company 1988 uh and uh, at the age of uh, 21 uh but i was not very comfortable with the uh, being able to make any change over there because it was all it was very set in their ideas but i still tried to contribute and i still tried to uh you know impress my father as much as i could uh and uh, 88 to 90 I I ran the trucking company along with my father shadowing him. Uh but in 1990 uh, I got little restless and frustrated and uh, I got married at the same time as well. I was very young I was 23 years old and uh, then I had gone for my honeymoon and when I came back I saw the first time I saw a multiplex there and uh, in in Orlando we were actually at the Disney theme park and right mm-hmm. next to the Disney theme park there was a very good multiplex. Uh, so then i this got, idea got to me that in uh, my father had bought a cinema called priya which is actually now getting relaunched again yeah. in 1998 and as a kid i used to go there a lot and uh, lot, watch lots of movies and eat lot of popcorn and pepsi and then i realized that somewhere subliminally i had got attracted to the cinema business but not what's happening on the screen but more as a delivery of exhibition Right. uh you know how do you get uh, how do you make the environment very comfortable is something that i got attracted to and um then when i came back i spoke to my father and i said can i give it give this a shot because it's just 132000 square feet of space yeah. rather than a, a transport company which is spread all over the country and very difficult to you know turn around uh, so can i just give this a shot because i believe there's a i think you know if you make it colorful improve the facilities of sound projection system maybe it will work and uh, there were about 72 cinemas in delhi at that time only three were showing english movies so that is one uh, sort of uh, gap i found that most of the english movies which were coming from warner brothers 20th century fox sony tristar ngm they were they used to get very delayed 
because only three houses in India, two houses in Delhi and about two houses, cinema houses in Bombay used to show them. And if the movie used to become a hit, it used to run forever. Therefore, there used to be a big backlog that used to get built up of movies and people used to say, oh, movies come to India very late. So I said, if I, if I only focus on English movies, Hollywood movies, and my catchment was also, uh, the demographic was such, you had Vasant Vihar, Shanti Niketan, Anand Niketan, so West End, uh, the kind of, uh, you know, catchment that I had was also more English speaking uh, type of diplomats, you know, all the embassy crowd was there. And we were playing Hindi movies, right. and uh, which were not going anywhere. Uh, so I spoke to my father and he agreed. And, and also I was influenced by a cinema in Bombay called Sterling, and uh, which had uh, installed the first Dolby sound in India. So I, and it was very clean, hygienic, and a lot of focus on uh, projection system and sound system, because that is where you spend bulk of your time. So I said, let me, if I bring Dolby to Delhi, the first cinema to bring Dolby, get Hollywood movies, then maybe people will come and make it very clean and hygienic. Around the same time, some international brands like McDonald's and all had also started coming to India. And Nirula's was very popular way before your, yeah. uh, you know, your time. And people, the young kids were selling popcorn, uh, uh, burgers and pizzas. And uh, rather than uh, having a, a, a restaurant type uh, crowd, you know, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I said, if I mix the two, I also get young kids in uniforms, you know, serving popcorn, Pepsi, whatever little I'd seen in the West. And if I also show English movies, make the place air-conditioned, put Dolby, maybe people will come. I wasn't sure. Everybody was a little mm-hmm. unsure whether it will work or not. Because there was also a control in ticket prices in India, in Delhi. And entertainment tax was very high. So that was another thing that was bothering me. Because if you put any investment in any business, you need to also get a return. Of course, and if yeah. the return comes... Uh, with a cap on ticket prices, then there's only so much, uh, uh, you know, it's not driven by market forces. Right. It's driven by a, uh, an artificial governmental control. Uh, so it bothered me. So I simultaneously started talking to the Delhi government as well, if they can decontrol the ticket prices to a certain extent. Uh, so everything fo- fell in place. And that is one thing that I always tell people who I talk to, that, uh, you know, sometimes if you're sincere... And if you're very uh, honest about what you want to do, sometimes things do fall in place. It's yeah. not that uh, everything will will be a roadblock only. Uh, so when I did invest uh, invest the money into Priya, partial decontrol of ticket prices also happened. That ceiling that was there, 20% was still controlled, but 80% I could charge whatever I felt like, what the market can take. Right. Uh, so, so when we played the Hindi- English movies... Uh, Obviously, initially, there was some tentativeness. People did not come immediately because obviously, you know, the cinema was known for playing B-grade Hindi old movies. Yeah. And suddenly, you had English movies and it was brand new. It took me a long time to make the marketing efforts to get people back. I used to sit behind the box office and cut tickets with my wife and burn the midnight oil, put posters, do a lot of stuff to make sure that people come. But to cut a long story short, uh, by 92 it really got established as one of the best cinemas in Delhi, a single screen cinema. And before I knew it, a lot of people like KFC, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, Nerula's, TGI Fridays, it really became a hangout spot. And again, I was little influenced by the West, where I said, if you only have a cinema and nothing else, 
you see malls were not there at that time there yeah, were only yeah, these dta course. mcd community centers i said if i only have a cinema again it won't become a destination so i started talking to everybody uh, all the pizza huts and rulas and archies of the world the hey, guys this is what i'm doing why don't you open a shop here why don't you open a restaurant here and and luckily when they saw the results and they also started opening and priya became the basantlo community center became like a hangout so that really gave me a lot of confidence and i said to my parents that this is what i want to do now i was only 25 years old but then my father uh, passed away when i was 25 uh, so that was a massive uh, setback for me i was still a young kid just got married just finding my feet and again i had to go back to the trucking business because okay. that was now headless uh, and i ran uh, that in the day and in the night i used to run to priya and and cut tickets and you know just uh, Uh, have fun so that became yeah. my hobby and but priya was really uh, doing very well suddenly you know it it became one of the top spots in delhi and then in 94 we had a very serious fire in the trucking company and where we lost a lot of money we lost our shirt and that really discouraged me i said now this is too hard for me i can't keep running and my passion is uh, cinema but i was again very confused because here is a traditional 1939 established yeah. six decades of business and here is a small little cinema which is not even like 2% of our overall revenues of the family so i spoke to my mother and she was incredible and she still is with me god bless her and she said that listen when you talk about cinema your eyes light up and you become very you know and the moment i talk about trucking your shoulders start drooping so you know you're not i don't think you're cut out you know it's not necessary that you have to whatever you've inherited you have to carry on and i keep telling everybody that and students and everybody that i talk to it's not necessary to do something which you don't like course, you must yeah. do what you like of it's course. very it's very obvious thing but people right. spend their entire lives doing something which they don't want to i was fortunate that my mom gave me the green signal my wife my, you know everybody said okay go ahead and do cinemas that really gave me an impetus to grow the business and I, and priya was still a single screen but there were no multiplexes in india so i was very keen to bring multiplexes to india and uh, then uh, but again the technology architectural designs acoustic uh, challenges of having one you know under one roof six seven cinemas they were all alien to everybody in india so i said how do i do it now and uh, so i went and uh, tried to do a joint venture first i went to london tried to get uci uh, cinemas now they are called uh, uh, view cinemas then i went to another place i kept flying all over to get a joint venture partner yeah. finally i found village road show they became my partners and in 1995 i did a uh, joint venture with them and called the company priya village road show limited i had 60% stake they had 40% stake and we decided we will done do multiplexes in india uh, we uh, i didn't want to uh, you know break priya because they say that don't uh, try to fix what is not broken uh, as you know cliched american saying but uh, so priya was doing so well that it did not make sense to break it and carve it into a fourplex so i said why don't i find an alternative space so the only alternative space i could find was saket uh, i found a cinema called anupam which right. was dilapidated and uh, i spoke to the owners and i said can i please you know take it on lease from you long lease from you uh, the business model did not allow uh, buying of properties because buying of properties your a lot of your capital gets blocked whereas if you lease them it's a retail model yeah, you can scale it up so uh, so they were they were saying what's wrong with this kid 
you know he wants to uh, burn his fingers further by buying this uh, leasing the cinema yeah. and uh, and i was excited and I, it was a terrible uh, terribly you know uh, equipped cinema and they were very happy that you know this guy is going to take it over and i con- uh, long story short uh, converted that into a fourplex and uh, and it was just incredible i mean i just couldn't believe the response i got i was extremely nervous uh, but i i used to drive around in the night in the day as if with people come with they like small screens as opposed to thousand seater uh, cinemas will they will they uh, you know like the ticket price the highest ticket price in india at that time was 40 rupees balcony and my numbers only worked at 75 rupees right. otherwise the business plan collapsed so i said will people take 75 rupees i don't know what will happen a lot of nervousness but you know god is kind um, and there were queues i mean the yeah. day i opened i had to i had to explain to people what a multiplex is so i didn't i had to uh, people still don't know it's a multiple cinema complex yeah. and that's a, so i had to have hoardings and kiosks all over delhi saying four movies under one roof four cinemas under one roof very simple basic advertising i took pepsi's help because pepsi was my partner and i said can we do like a idiot proof advertising where everybody understands what i'm talking about and uh, that's it really you know i was very lucky fortunate that it did exceedingly well we had queues outside it became a massive talk of the town again lot of people opened up mcdonalds everybody around it it became so i had two hot uh, you know a very uh, uh, amazing hangout spaces malls were still not there and then just one thing led to another yeah. basically i don't want to bore you but then shopping centers were announced uh you know uh, malls were announced in gurgaon bombay hyderabad bangalore i didn't i didn't care about uh, geography the only thing that mattered to me was a mall is coming up and the mall must have a cinema so a lot of people have asked me that how come you did not consolidate in one geography i said i didn't bother about one geography i wanted yeah. that people should be stuck in every single and it should not be a north indian punjabi brand pvr has to be a brand which is all india Exactly. and uh, that aspiration that appetite i always had and uh, i was fortunate that wherever i opened uh, we got tremendous response to to your payback i focused on quality a lot because i was a movie goer myself i was very keen to make sure their wow factor is there in the cinemas and people when they come they say wow this we can't get yeah. at home and um, and then that's it 2001 uh, village road show uh, uh, the joint venture came to an end and uh, because of 911 they wanted to get out of india that was again a very uh, uh, struggling period for me because i had to buy their 40% stake which was not easy because suddenly the company was worth 120 odd crores but at that time to to pay a cut a check of yeah. you know 40 crores 50 crores was too much for me and uh, it was not easy so then i uh, i i really panicked because most of my properties were still under uh, getting built the malls were getting built I still had some time before my time to came to spend the money because typically a cinema is on the third floor, but I didn't want to lose out on those properties, uh, so I went to private equity. Okay. The company was too small to uh, to go public, and it it did not have the capacity to take that much debt. But the only way uh, I could have you know raised funds, and I was I was okay to dilute because as it is I was a sixty percent partner. So I said if I get a private equity who understands my business model. so i ran from pillar to post uh, in bombay met every single private equity company i can i went to mr sunil mittal he's been my mentor for a very long time and he's yeah. the one who threw the idea of private equity 
and he said why don't you go and talk to a few people i got hold of an investment banker and and start pitching to raise money right. and that's not that's another lesson i tell everybody that my business was profitable so most of the projects that i did gave a two year three year payback so if my business was not profitable then i would have probably not got the uh, private equity so i had about 12 screens opened at that time four properties in delhi and all were giving about 30% ebitda margin uh, so uh, they were they were all like getting 60 70% occupancy and uh, then renuka ramnath from icic venture nice. she put in money in 2003 mm-hmm. and um, and uh, basically the company uh, got funded very well she put in about 47 crores i matched it with about another 150 60 crores of debt we got 100 crores in the company i met all my obligations opened all the projects and it became superbly profitable and i had a good circuit of 40 50 odd screens another 100 screens signed up uh, obviously whenever you get private equity not only you have to think of exiting them as well of course because yeah. and uh, so we decided that we'll do an ipo okay. ipo the company in 2006 listed the company from there we've been just growing with accruals uh, there's been a lot of uh, organic growth there's been a lot of inorganic growth in inorganic we have acquired three companies along the way uh, most of the people who were my competitors i ended up acquiring uh, there was a company called cinemax that acquired a company called satyam down south yeah uh, we acquired we acquired dt which was a delhi dlfs company so we been so we grew organically inorganically and now we have about 850 odd screens um and uh, pre pandemic and we uh, did a i don't know 3500 3800 crores of turnover uh we had um, you know 100 million people who came to us and then it became like a self uh, funding vehicle uh the pvr brand because we whatever ebitda we generated we were able to those accruals were good enough to uh, you know take care of our growth so yeah. pre pandemic that's the story <laughs> and you know it's funny and ironic how you're talking about priya and i believe you're launching again today hmm So, like, could you just tell us how you have that growth mindset, and how even after so long you managed to launch it again? <laughs> you know, Priya's uh, uh, obviously a very important property, and uh, it's, it's nostalgic. But um, at the same time, I think it had to be relaunched uh, about three times, and uh, because nineteen ninety to two thousand, it ran its run, then it became right. dilapidated, and it had to be again uh, done into a, a very plus single screen. um then now in 2000 again the laws changed and i realized that that's a real estate that the family owns so pvr is a company of course which is listed but priya exhibitors is uh, uh, the company that owns priya the property and it was not making sense to run a 1000 seater cinema so i decided to convert this into a small 300 seater cinema and the rest of it into a retail and a shopping center type like sangam type very small yeah. boutique uh, so uh, that so you know every this business does need to be reinvented technology had improved sound projection systems seating systems the whole experience so it was it had lived its life so that's why i thought let's convert it into a very nice plus single screen and now you know we launched it yesterday i think your parents are also invited <laughs> <laughs> and you're most welcome to have a look at it so but i'm as excited as i was when i was 23 years old Uh, whenever we launch a new project it really gets me excited i get involved in designs i get involved in the technology part yeah. that's what keeps me going and for the last question what advice do you have for the people of my generation 
aspiring to become successful entrepreneurs? Uh, I think uh, following your passion is extremely important. Uh, no shortcuts. I think uh, uh, shortcuts. I've seen it too many. There's no. There, there is no shortcut. Yeah, I mean, of course. of course, of course, there are a lot of examples of unicorns doing exceedingly well, <laughs> but those are exceptions rather than rules. Right. Um, I think it is better to be sincere, to be honest, to have integrity, uh, really knowing your customer and not having customer comes first as a cliche, believing in it, and uh, and basically. Uh, uh, coming out with a very high quality offering, uh, which is uh, differentiated. But I think overall, those are all you know business uh, philosophies. But I think being sincere is important. I think hard work and sincerity and integrity. If integrity is not there, then it's a big issue. Uh, because if you're running a company on your own money, even then it is important to be sincere. Okay. But if you if you take the next step, private equity, you go to um, a limit uh, making a listed company then then your responsibility even increases further right. because then corporate governance which a lot of people don't even know the meaning of becomes more and more important it's not your fiefdom okay right. like I own 20% of the company so that means 80% is not mine so I'm responsible to 80% of the shareholders who who impose trust in me repose trust in me so I think it's extremely important to not be short term in your thinking, be transparent, be honest, and all the other stuff in any case you have to do. You have to work hard and you have to find a product or an offering or a service uh, that is going to do well. Right. Thank you so much, Mr. Bijli. I really appreciate you taking your time. Thanks, thanks, Sishan. I'm sorry. I have